Good. I know you don't want to talk about baseball. You and John Mills and Slot basically, what do you think of um, well, every week it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different package for us. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins had played the slot. There has played a lot of slot. Um, Jalen had played slot against Dallas, and some of it has to do with matchups. Another one has to do with, you know, just trying to manage everything. I thought to to go away from Jalen for a second. I thought that Malcolm did a good job on their tight ends. And in, in the first game we played their tight ends, even when Reed didn't play. Um, Davis made a bunch of plays in that game, and I think their tight ends had two catches and didn't really make a ton of plays in that game. A lot of that had to do with Malcolm being able to play that. Um, you know, Jalen did some good things, but probably like our defense, the the plays we didn't make didn't make up for the plays we did. And there's a lot of plays that he played really good tight coverage and, and did a really good job on a really good player, Crowder. Crowder's going to get some respect for the Pro Bowl voting that's going on because he's he's really a tough matchup in there. But you know, when it came time to make that play, we gave up that one in the fourth quarter. And you know, for us, we get a fourth quarter lead, um, we got to hold on to it. That's our job. Um, we can't blame anybody for our, ourselves for that. But Jalen was no different than Leo or Nolan in that way. Both of the, all three of those guys made some plays, but the play they didn't make didn't make up for the ones that they did. The next plays. Um, how much of an issue are that? Are, are they for the X plays? Uh, just it's like the, the, the big plays, you mean? Yeah, yeah the plays. Um, well, I think that was the tale of this game. Um, it was good to see us. I mean, first of all, we can't judge ourselves on anything other than winning or losing a game, and we got to make sure that that doesn't happen. Stats don't mean anything. Wins or losses mean something. We didn't do enough to win the game. Um, it was good to see us get back to doing some of the things that help us be successful. Third down, I think the only two third down conversions we gave up were third and one, third and two, which are tough. Getting turnover and getting getting on the scoreboard there and getting some pressure on the passer. Um, but, you know, 80-yard touchdown. Um, touchdown when it's second and goal from the 15. And I, and, and I got to help no one out better with that call. You know, I mean, I, it's second and goal from the 15, and we feel like, okay, now you got a good chance to hold them to a field goal there. And, and, and I played an aggressive defense there. And, um, you know, and sometimes when you try to stop everything, you set those guys up. And, and I can help him either play a little softer coverage there, give up five or ten yards and get him to third down, or maybe even go more aggressive and all-out blitz. And, and, you know, if they throw quick on an all-out blitz. But I can help him out there. Um, run game was the same way. You know, I thought after getting gash in the run game um, in the opener, I thought we did a good job handling the, the run game with the exception of a couple of plays. So unfortunately, you can't wipe those plays off. And we didn't play consistent enough from start to finish um, to come out on the right side of that. And, you, um, you know, that's that, that's on us. You, you had uh, six defensive ends up, five that played. Um, you know, really, I had 48 snaps, I think it was. So yeah. I guess and I think even those, I mean, you got a couple offsides penalties, so they don't really count anyway. So what was the reasoning for having so many up? Well, well, first, uh, Brayman, even though he's listed as a defensive end, his role in the um, team is really special teams. But taking five in is, is still a lot of guys. And if we if the game had gone different and we played 75 plays, um, you know, that would have been a good uh, thing. But um, we thought that Stephen Means could give us a boost, and uh, we made a commitment to get him some reps. He plays with toughness, um, made a couple of plays in the run game in his limited, uh, in his limited role. But we're going to try to find every way we can to affect that game. And we thought he could give us a boost. He made a couple plays in that game. And it hurt a couple other guys as far as play time. But um, 
you know, I mean, it is what it is when the game ended up that way. Like I said, I think you said 48 plays. I think gradable plays, we had like 45, you know, because that offsides play from the offense or false start, you really can't grade, or those kneel down plays, they, they really don't count. Um, so it could work different, but, um, you know, I think that sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't work out the way it's planned, but the idea behind it was that um, we thought that Steven could give us a little bit of a boost, and, and going forward, we'll look at that every week, and that's no different than any other position. Yeah, no, directly affected was Connor, saw his snaps decrease 20%. You know, he, um, you know, he's been playing a lot, but, uh, you know, I, I know you don't judge by numbers, et cetera, but it seems that Connor has kind of lost some of his effectiveness where he, where he saw him in the 3-4, he was able to do a lot of stuff. He's a very versatile player, um, but playing downhill maybe doesn't play to some of his skill sets. Do you, do you agree with that um, that premise, and what have, what have been the reasons then for some of his struggles? Yeah, I don't know that. I wouldn't even call him struggling. I think that he's gone sort of the way the defense has, um, you know, and I think both of those sort of go hand in hand. As the defense been struggling, we haven't had it's, – it's hard to feel good about your production when we're not getting any sacks, or it's hard to feel good about production when we're not doing a good job on third down. Um, Connor's been a consistent player for a long time in the NFL. Um, I do think that um, it, the, the fresher we can keep him, um, the better chance he has to be productive, and hopefully this can, uh, this can help that. Season, have you thought of maybe trying to find different ways to get Michael Kendricks on the field, or do you just kind of view him as a linebacker against bigger packages? No, we, we've. I mean, he's obviously in our goal line. He's in our short yardage, and he's in our base package. And we actually, and we have a um, a third down package that he's in. It's not. It's something we don't use very much. We use it one or two times a game. This last game, we didn't use it at all. Um, but. Again, it, it, it falls a little bit to the way the offense wants to play, and um, sometimes you run out of snaps. Um, but it has nothing to do with him. He's been he's been productive in his role. He's played good, consistent football for us. Um, you know, I think that it's just it's sort of the way it's gone. We've also stayed really healthy at linebacker. You know, in this game, I also tried to get um, Tullock a series. He got two snaps. But um, a little bit like Stephen Means, he brings us something. He brings us a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of energy. And um, Jordan's just been playing at such a high level, it's been hard to, to get to that. We wanted to sort of take the same approach and, and get Tully some series in there to keep Jordan fresh, but he was playing at such a high level anyway. Um, we stay pretty healthy at linebacker, and hopefully we can keep that up. Two quick ones on, uh, on the Deshaun touchdown. Was, was Leo supposed to have any kind of help in that situation? And, uh, and also, is there a teaching point for, uh, for McLeod on that play? It looked like maybe he uh, started letting up when the ball was still in the air. Yeah, you know, the, the help that comes from that, it's a cover four coverage. So basically, you're four across the board, and everybody's the way they ran the route, they ate up all the other guys. And, you know, I thought that looking at it on the field when we have our um, pictures and then seeing it. Leo's in good shape early in that route. He was just in bad shape late. And that's a that's a play that, you know, we talk all the time about times you can be aggressive and times you can't. And that's one of those ones just get over the top. He sort of, you know, last time and I, again he, he was he was in good position early. Deshaun's fast and took over it. Um, the way Rodney was playing on the backside, he has the vertical of number three. Um, if he tries to overlap Leo, he's going to give that up. So there's times that, that Rodney needs to be able to make those plays. Like, 
um, Jalen's play. That's his responsibility. Jalen needs to be a little bit more outside on it, but when that guy tries to go down the seam, that guy's got to have contact when it's hit. That's more of the, the free safety. He wasn't out of position, and it wasn't a lack of effort. Were you okay with uh, finished the way that he finished the play, though? I wasn't okay with anything about those plays from, from this end. and nothing to do with him. Um, anytime the ball goes over your head, you got to find a way to get a guy on the ground, whether it's Leo, whether it's Rodney, whether it's one of the defensive linemen, even though God knows they wouldn't have made it that far down there. Um, we got to give ourselves a chance to make another play. You know, hold them, hold them to a, um, you know, hold them to a field goal attempt there, or something like that. And um, you know, again, that's, that's sort of my disappointment on the second and goal from the 15. You know, and I look at myself first as a play caller. I mean, sure, Nolan's technique can be a little bit better and things like that, but um, I can help him with a play call, and I could probably help, um, I could probably help the defense with a little different play call there. A lot of plays doesn't make up for the ones we gave up. Um, you know, I mean, we got a score in the we got a, a, a score or a lead in the fourth quarter. Man, I'd swap any of those for knocking that ball down on fourth and one. You know, and he play, he was right there. He played great coverage, and you know they made one. It's hard to stop everything when it's when it's fourth and one. Um, you know, sort of life as an NFL corner. You're going to give up some plays. We just can't make them an 80-yard play. Like I said, if that's 60, we get them on the ground. Um, we got a chance to make another play. Can you kind of quickly walk us through what went? What happened? Yeah. Well, the second one, the second one, we were really aggressive to try to, to throw it for a loss, knowing that um, we couldn't just bleed out at that point. We had to do something. We had to we had to get aggressive. It was you know it was a blitz, and it's going to be a little bit of an all or nothing when it comes to that. Which at that point, honestly, was sort of okay, because if we can knock them for a lost yardage play, make it a longer field goal, um, you know, put them in a tough position, that's good. If not, the best thing in that situation was give up a score. Now, we were not trying to give up a score there. We didn't step aside. We were trying to make it for a loss, but a little bit like goal line. You know how many times you see a running back um, cross the goal line go untouched? And you're like, geez, that doesn't happen on first and second down. Well, the reason is you're so aggressive to stop that six inch that if he does break it, then it's there. A little bit of the same thing. Um, first one was disappointing. Um, you know, we just we we, we didn't we didn't uh, we, we were sort of um, I don't know we we had too many guys tried to make the play rather than do their job in the defense. And that's one of the things we talk about guarding against when you're struggling, when you're pressing. I went through way too long a diatribe about um, being in a slump and, you know, baseball players and how they get out of it. We were guilty of that on that play. Too many guys tried to make the play rather than just trusting their technique and trusting their job. And um, as a result, we paid for it with a touchdown. What do you think, like you guys? For a second. Um, one of the best things he does is blitz. Mm. Would you agree with that, first of all? And then secondly, He's only rushed the passer, I think, like seven times this year. Is there a way that you can get him more pass rush opportunities? Yeah, you know, he does rush well. He is a good blitzer. Um, you know, a lot of it has to do with times that he's in there. When they were, when he was in there, when they were in their two tight end package, a lot of that's max protection. You know, it's it's you blitz another guy in max protection. You're going to isolate your corners a little bit more. Um, Every game's a little bit different with him, but he is a good blitzer. And when when we've been able to get that and uh, um, and complete the coverage behind him, he's been effective there. 
but he doesn't stand alone. He can have a great pass rush, and if um, our matchup's bad outside or we don't cover the guy long enough, that doesn't make a difference. Jim, I, I know you don't uh, measure pass rush solely by sacks. Where do you feel like you guys are as far as the pass rush goes? You know, it depends on so many things. It depends on the score, obviously. Um, you know, you're always going to rush better when you have an opponent that's trying to catch up in the game. Um, you know, sometimes if third down, if you can force a quarterback to check the ball down and uh, and not be able to hold it long enough, you've done your job there also. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've, we obviously went through a long time where we were struggling to get sacks in this game. I thought our pressure was more effective. Um, was it good enough to win the game? No. And, um, you know, there, there are times that, you know, that um, like late in that game, the third and one play right before the fourth, fourth down play that we gave up that kept that drive alive, um, we, we did get good pressure on that. The quarterback threw the ball away. Jordan, um, Jordan Hicks was on a blitz. Connor was free on the outside, um, you know, forced that second time. They threw on three-step. It didn't matter if you had a good rush or not. You weren't going to get there. Um, you know, I, you, you got to be careful with judging it only on sacks, but sacks do affect the game. Um, we saw on the other side of the ball, there's such a high incident of turnover when you sack quarterbacks. And that's why we put such an emphasis on it. Not only do you stop drives and get them for lost yardage plays, but there is a high incident of quarterbacks either getting tip balls or throwing when they're getting hit and you get interceptions or fumbling. And those are the plays that we've been missing. And uh, we got to get back to those. Wait, Lock is injured. How does that affect the defensive Terrence is a guy that's in our um, rotation. He hasn't had to play defense this year, but he's a safety for us, and he can go in and play those positions. He could, he's even taken some reps at nickel for us, and he could go in and play that. Um, I'm not so sure in a pinch he couldn't at least line up at corner and be able to do that. Um, so hopefully Jalen will be able, Jalen Watkins will be able to. Um, you know, push through that and be able to play. But if not, then, um, you know, Terrence is a guy that we have trust in and we'll put him in there. What have you seen from being able to see from Joe Flacco this year? I don't know how far he got in, but. Yeah, you know, they struggled with their offensive line early. You know, they started off the season, they had a couple close wins. You know, they were down like 20 to nothing at <laughs> Cleveland and came back and won that game. They won a close game over Jacksonville. They won a close game over, I mean, uh, close, yeah, close game over Jacksonville, close game over Cleveland. Um, gosh, what was the other one? They had another one early in the season that, um, you know, that, that, they, uh, that they won. Then they lost four games in a row. They had a revolving door at their offensive line. Um, you know, and I think that that obviously affected him. They settled down their offensive line lately. And that's gone a long way to him. He's he's a hard guy to knock off schedule. He's really a level-headed quarterback. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, if you give him enough time, he can he can throw good, strong, accurate passers. Even though he's coming off the knee injury, um, he's still a threat to scramble. He's sneaky that way. Um, still a threat. Still still a threat to run. Still a threat to scramble. Um, a lot of respect for that guy. That guy's won Super Bowls and he's made a lot of plays. And nothing's the game's never out of. I don't know. I, too big isn't a good word. I'm going to trying to think of a good adjective to to, to use for that. But um, the games, the games never over his head. Maybe I guess you'd say. Um, I think I, I've heard it before. Um, his nickname, Joe Cool. I think you can see that in the way that he plays. Um, 
So. What do you get from a Marty Morningwig offense? What do you expect from him? Well, you know, that's another one. It's been about half the season um, that they've that they've um, used. They use a lot of different players and use them in a lot of different roles. They don't rely on just one guy, whether it's a running back, whether it's one tight end, whether it's one wide receiver. Um, you know, a lot of different formations, a lot of different personnel groups, a lot of personnel groups within the personnel groups. You know, just because you have two tight ends on the field doesn't mean that's the only time they have two tight ends on the field. Um, so I think um, that ability to match up and those physical matchups is a big part of what they do offensively. And then, again, having a, a trigger man that can, that can make those plays and get them back in that game. That, that game wasn't going well for them early in that game. They had a chance to go down 23 nothing, and next thing you know, they were pulling it close at the end. A lot of that has to do with that quarterback and his ability to put those bad plays behind him and still make his own. Jim, can you, you mentioned Jordan Hicks earlier. Can you elaborate on what you've seen from him through 13 games? Um, He's been playing at a high level for us this year, playing good against the run, and has been playing well against the pass. And there's a lot on his table or a lot on his plate when it comes to making adjustments, making checks. We have a lot of calls that are double calls. It's one call versus one thing. It's another versus something else. Um, does a good job with all that stuff. And, um, you know, I think he's been a good, consistent player for us this year. Okay. All right, guys.